What up, Doe, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Daily Upside. I'm your host, Keenan Rivals, bringing you sports cards and sports cards news every day. Today is a pretty dope day. We got some basketball yesterday, and it was pretty exciting. I don't think I've ever been that excited to sit down and watch basketball in, in a long time. You know, we got we had the bubble comeback last year, and that was kind of close. But this, this was a little bit different. It's something about basketball starting in December, around the holidays that I think really does it for me. Or maybe I'm just happy that basketball is back. Who knows? So yesterday we got to see the Brooklyn Nets face off against the Warriors, which was a crazy game. Um, felt really bad for the Warriors. For those of you who didn't see it, you, you didn't miss much, but you also missed a lot, if that kind of makes sense. And then we saw the Clippers and the Lakers play. I wasn't really too excited about that game. I mean, it's just kind of the same old thing, very predictable I kind of knew the Clippers are going to come out and play hard and win. And, you know, I, I was I was really the, the, the main event was really the Nets. So we're going to get into some NBA news. So we're going to talk more about them in today's show. Before we do, I want to remind everybody to shoot me a follow on Twitter. It means a lot to me that you guys go over there and support me. Tweeting about NBA Top Shot, fractional investing, different investment plays. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm super active over there. I say that every day. And I see you guys have been following me. So I definitely, definitely want to thank you. Also, if you haven't already, hit your boy with a follow on Instagram where I post various plays. I've been a little slow on Instagram, but we're going to get back there. I got some content planned. I'm just, you know, kind of in limbo with this office right now. So it's been taking up a lot of my time. You guys won't believe they they shit me my desk, but they didn't shit me the top of the desk. I understand it's COVID. I understand it's the holidays, but I just want to get this done with. Once it is complete, though, I'll give you guys a, a little review or a tour. I put on Instagram, like, do you want to see my office when it's complete? And like 80% of you said yes. So we'll do like a little office tour and kind of show you how I film these videos, how I do my top down videos, because a lot of you guys always ask about that when I do uh, live streams or unboxings. And maybe I'll show you how I take my pictures as well. Um, people, you know, seem to like them. This one's a little rushed, but you guys kind of get the overall idea and people really like this aesthetic. So I'll show you guys all that. The behind the scenes stuff will be coming soon. Getting into some of the NBA news today. I mean, Bleacher Report, it's just all about the Nets. I thought this was a pretty warm moment with KD and, uh, you know, Draymond linking up. So shout out to them. KD's not salty. KD seems really happy. That's what I've been noticing. Like KD's always like this angry guy. He just doesn't seem angry anymore. He seems really happy to be in Brooklyn. There was a play or Kyrie shot, here it is. There was a play where Kyrie shot a three and, and KD just looked so happy for, for Kyrie. Like, look how hype he is, you know? That, that's the kind of stuff I want to see. These guys are, these guys are friends. This whole Brooklyn Nets team, they're just, they're just super in sync. Chemistry's on a whole new level and we're only on game one. So yeah, yesterday, you know, Kyrie and KD, they, they, they put up 48 together. Um, Durant had 22 points, five boards, three assists. Didn't see a lot of rebounds. You know, I was kind of shocked to see that, but he really didn't play that many minutes either. He went seven from 16 from the field, so it was really nice to see him actually put up some shots. Um, Kyrie also uh, put up 16 shots. He went 10 for 16 from the field, had four boards, four assists, and he scored 26 points, and he scored 26 points. It was a, a very embarrassing game. Every time the Nets had the ball, it just felt like they were punishing the Warriors. Uh, Steph Curry did his thing out there. Um, Andrew Wiggins looked awful. and I just felt really bad for Golden State. I, I felt like they should have been welcomed back with an easier matchup. Um, obviously, when the schedule happened, I'm sure the NBA was like thinking Klay Thompson was going to be back, and it was kind of a, a, a welcome back game. But 
yeah, it wasn't a great uh, start for the Warriors, and Stephen Curry was very upset about it. I don't know if I can find the video. Yep, right here. So you can see, like, he just looked super, super upset. Uh, I don't know. It's not playing for some reason. But you can kind of see from this screen grab, he looked super, super upset. So, yeah, I mean, I, I was, I was, I enjoy watching the game. I, I think the Nets are a dope, dope team, and we'll be talking about them a little bit later when we get into some of the car prices. One of the articles the Bleacher uh, Report uh, kind of wrote up was, you know, are we sure that we want James Harden going to the Brooklyn Nets? And I think this is pretty much saying, like, after seeing how much chemistry they had, are we sure we want to ruin that with a third star? You know, it was really cool to see Karis LeVert come off the bench and just, he he was literally, like, going crazy. He was trying to prove that he belonged, you know, amongst those three guys or, or those two guys. And uh, he really had the green light off the bench. You know, they, they gave him so much time. It, it was like he was a starter or he, it, it was it was times where I thought Karis LeVert was the only person on the team. That's how that's how well the uh, the Nets kind of balanced their team and, the, you know, their starting roles and their bench roles. And, yeah, you know, I, I'm I don't think Harden needs to be on this team. I don't think Harden I don't think there's a lot of teams that Harden needs to be on. I don't think I think he's toxic. Um, I, I hate to say that because he is a really good talent. He is a great scorer. But I just think that he's in his own lane. And when you're in your own lane, you need to be on your own team. You know, if whoever come, wherever James Harden goes, I feel like that team will have to adjust to him. And Brooklyn has such a good thing going on right now. They don't need to be adjusting to anybody. Whoever comes there needs to be adjusting to what they have going on. Cause they obviously have a good culture. So yeah, you guys can uh, read this article. I'll link it uh, in the description below. Obviously James Harden wants to get traded and it just sucks when you're that good. And you know, nobody wants to trade for you. You know, no one's willing to give a big package for James Harden. They they want him at a steal. And, you know, so far Houston isn't budging. I'm interested to see uh, what you guys think about James Harden. I know there's a lot of, you know, big James Harden advocates. Like some of you guys think he's the best scorer of all time. Where would you like to see him go? Let me know in the comments. Moving on to some of the sports cards plays. I'm pretty sure you guys know what we're going to talk about. But before we get into that, I want to show you a few auctions that kind of blew me away. One was this 2004-2005 uh, Upper Deck Exquisite Collection uh, PSA 10 base card of Michael Jordan. Uh, this blew me away because this was like my era of collecting. I got into cards around 2003. I remember the first year of Exquisite, and I remember everybody talking about how iconic it was going to be, and it was going to be this rare set that only 225 sets could be completed, and people were like buying base cards for couple hundred dollars and you know back then graded cards weren't like that big of a deal no one was trying to get like graded exquisite cards uh you put everything in a one touch but to see this card sell for ten thousand dollars it just blows me away because it was right there in front of me i mean michael jordan cards were always expensive when it came to exquisite don't get me wrong but they weren't ten thousand dollars you know what i mean they weren't a thousand dollars so it's just crazy to see this actually play out it's crazy to think that this is almost 20 years later. I mean, this is what 15 years later, 16 years later. Um, and, and this card is is going for a you know an astronomical amount of money. I'm sure it's super rare. And you know, you, you like to look at some of the cards today and you wonder, like, you know, National Treasures is the big set right now. I mean, yes, Prism Silver is you know really popular and we kind of like that, but there are national treasure base cards of LeBron, there are national treasure base cards of you know Stephen Curry and Giannis and you wonder, you know, why isn't National Treasures uh, base cards? Why, why aren't they highly sought after? And, you know, could they ever reach this price point? Now, that's 100% speculation, but 
just kind of putting it out there. But yeah, super, super insane price point here on the Jordan. If you guys have any of these cards in a box from 20 years ago, then it might be a good time to sell them. Moving forward, we saw a 2009-2010 Stephen Curry Bowman in. And again, uh, we saw the Bowman Blue end a few days back. And, and this one ended for about the same price. You know, not really going for that much, $1,600. Um, it just seems really low to me. You know, I, I would like to see a PSA 10 to kind of see what the real market value for these are. Um, you know, because BGS can be low sometimes. And I think a PSA 10 needs to be listed to kind of like set the bar. But yeah, I mean, Steph Curry obviously didn't have the best debut yesterday. And for a minute, I thought maybe his cards are kind of going down in value. Maybe, you know, the market isn't so high on him because the Warriors do not look good. Obviously, Draymond isn't back and, and James Weissman, he's he's relatively raw. But yeah, it didn't end for a lot of money. And I thought the market was kind of getting soft on Stephen Curry. And that was until I saw this Topps Chrome PSA 10 a rookie card of his end. It's over $27,000. And that that's about the standard, you know, we see for Stephen Curry, you know, so, you know, the, the market may be soft to him on the Bowman, but the Topps Chrome is still going strong. It's always in that twenty-five dollars to $27,000 range. So yeah, people are still pretty high on him. I think the Bowman is just, you know, it's just not sought after right now. You know, once Stephen Curry kind of comes back and he does his thing, we'll start probably seeing some demand for these. But you know, right now they're they're just kind of available and, and going for a good price point. So if you're in the market for a Steph Curry rookie card, uh, the Bowman is one that I'd be looking at. I mean, I'm looking at one. I actually own one and uh, I may not be opposed to picking up a second, you know, one if they can kind of trend around these price points. I, I personally, will, you know, will want a, a true gem, you know, 9.5 across the board. But yeah, I'm not mad at, you know, a serial number card of Stephen Curry at these price points. All right. So now getting into the uh, the guy of the hour, the guy of the day. Gary Vaynerchuk fired off a few tweets yesterday, and uh, his first one was saying, you know, you got 30 minutes left to buy Kevin Durant rookies. And that was right before, um, you know, the Nets kind of tipped off. And then, like, within the first quarter, he tweeted, buy Durant rookies, a ring in New York is different. And I think this is the first time that I've seen Gary Vaynerchuk just say, hey, go buy somebody. You know, like, I don't think that is something that I've seen him do before. And I could be wrong. Um, you see me, I tried to get my my shill in right there, shared my video from yesterday. But um, yeah, you know, Gary obviously has a really big impact on the market. And he's telling folks like, hey, go buy Kevin Durant. You know, like, not not like I think Kevin Durant's good or really happy to see Kevin Durant out there. He's like, yo, go buy Kevin Durant. And, you know, when Gary V says go buy Kevin Durant, and he's, he continues to tweet about him and he shows off, you know, videos and auctions, People go buy Kevin Durant. Um, Kevin Durant, every one of his cards, all-time high. Um, this was one that I was watching. I was really excited about it. It's a really low pop report, you know, only seven um, in circulation. I was, like, thinking maybe I could be $1,500 and grab it. Nope. It was a Fleer 1986 retro glossy. Um, if you aren't looking on YouTube, it's kind of like a, a remake of, you know, Michael Jordan's 86 Fleer. Kind of has the same, you know, blue, white, and red border. And, you know, it's it's a it's a Kevin Durant, you know, retro kind of, you know, copy. And I'm like, you know, this could be a cool card later down the road. And yeah, it's over two thousand six hundred dollars. And it was just an astronomical price point. You know, given given that it's only seven of these circulating, it that might be low to some people compared to, you know, what his tops and things go for. But I thought I was going to be able to swoop this in at a steal and it didn't happen. We also saw his tops Chrome card in for five thousand two hundred and fifty dollars for a PSA 10. And then we saw his Topps Chrome Orange Refractor 
um, which is numbered to 199 a PSA 10 in for $34,500. So whoever listed that, listed it at the perfect time. Um, insane, insane card, beautiful card. Um, that, that orange with the Seattle orange, it, it, it just looks really nice. And that went for a crazy amount of money. So yeah, when, it, when this was happening, we were in the Discord like Kevin Durant's taking over eBay. Kevin Durant has taken over eBay. And it didn't stop there. You know, his Topps Chrome Refractor sold for $24,600. So a PSA 10 Topps Chrome Refractor number to $14.99 sold for $24,000. I mean, we were just talking about this card yesterday. We were just talking about collectible and how they had one for $12,000 and how the market price was $17,000. And today that card has just doubled in value. The card that we all picked up for $12,000 just sold for $24,000 literally a day later. Insane, insane, insane. Um, one other one that ended was a Topps Chrome Refractor, but this was a BGS 9.5. And a lot of you always ask me, you know, what's the difference between PSA 10 and what's the difference between BGS 9.5? And right now the difference is about a 2X. So for the most part, if a, if a BGS 9. Point, if a PSA 10 car goes for $1,000, you can kind of pick the BGS 9.5 for like 500 or 550. The thing I've been noticing though is that the PSA 10 goes up way faster than the BGS 9.5. Like the PSA 10 will go up off hype alone, which is what we're kind of seeing here with Kevin Durant. And then the BGS doesn't rise until that play is like solidified or you know that play has consistently happened. It's kind of how you do with how you see with the PSA 9s. So you'll see a PSA 10 shoot up in price, but it'll take the PSA 9 a little longer to get there. So I actually own a BGS 9.5 Kevin Durant Tops Chrome. And, you know, it, it does suck to not see your card go up when everything else goes up. You know, it, it sucks to know that for, for me to be able to sell this card at, at an insane value, Kevin Durant's going to have to go on a 10 to 15 game stretch as opposed to the PSA uh, 10, which he only needs a one game stretch. So if you're investing, especially in a big card, keep that in mind. You know, what is your extra strategy? How long are you willing to hold? And are you kind of going off hype or are you going off like a solidified star? Luckily for me, I do think Kevin Durant will be able to maintain this pace, you know, you know, as long as he's healthy. And, you know, I think we're going to see a, a, a really nice increase in value in this card. And I'm happy to own one. It's a, it's an iconic card. So, yeah, that's kind of it for the Kevin Durant market. I mean, a ton of other cards ended yesterday. You can see Gary was kind of like showing off some of the tops cards and they were getting close to about two thousand dollars. I don't know exactly where they ended at, but. But yeah, they definitely went for all time high. And, and one thing to point out is like that was just a 22 point Kevin Durant game. I mean, we haven't seen like 40 point Kevin Durant. So imagine when that happens. I'm really undecided on what to do with the BGS 9.5 Tops Chrome Refractor because I feel like Kevin Durant definitely has that that 40 point game in him. You know, I, I, if Derrick Rose can do it, Kevin Durant can do it. So, yeah, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. And I was looking at LeBron's Tops Chrome Refractor. Um, you know, Stephen Curry's and I, you know, I, I feel like they can get up there. You know, I feel like Kevin Durant could be up there with them in terms of price, especially if we continue to see people like Gary tweet about him and, and just the, the, the market excited to like have him back. Now that's enough for Kevin Durant. I mean, really happy that he's back, but I felt like people were disrespecting my boy. And I, I tweeted about that and let me see if I can find it. Um, KD, 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 Draymond, KD, KD. Here we go. Can we give Kyrie his flowers too? Kyrie bought out. 
he looked amazing out there. It, it looks like it's Kyrie's team. Like, I know that's, you know, we don't want to start that debate because we don't want to mess up the chemistry, but Kyrie was not getting enough respect, in my opinion. If, if Kevin Durant is going to 2X overnight, I feel like Kyrie should have did the same thing. And that that did not happen. You know, Kyrie, if you look at the last two weeks, his his PSA 10 card started at $1,000. And, you know, they ended yesterday for $1,100. So while it was cool for it to go up, you know, 15% in value, that 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 was not enough for that man. That man played his heart out. He looked fantastic. He 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 owned, he's looked fantastic the entire preseason as well. So I feel like Kyrie's an underrated play right now. That's what I've been looking at. And, you know, I'm not going to be upset that he hasn't gone up because that just means that I still have time to pick some of his cards up. I actually bought um, two of his um, contenders, you know, BGS 9.5s, which I showed you guys. But recently, I also picked up a PSA 8 of his Panini Gold Knight, and I got it for $50. So I was really happy with that. For those of you who don't know, this is what the Panini looks like. Um, This is just a base PSA 10. The Gold Knight, it has like a little Gold Knight at the bottom, and it's a super, super rare card. There's actually not that many in production, and a lot of people aren't even you know really hip to them. So I was really happy that I was able to grab it for such a cheap price point. I'll see if I can find it on here and show you guys. I already picked it up. So, yeah, I got it for $50, though. Like, you, you just can't beat that price point. And unfortunately, there's not any more up there. But here's a PSA 9 copy, so you can kind of get an idea of what it looks like. So same exact card, but you can see right here it has, like, that little gold knight. And that's just a, a higher-end parallel. Again, not a lot of people know about them. A PSA 8 isn't too, too sexy, but then I looked at the pop report. And I saw that there's only five PSA 9s and one PSA 8. So only six of these have been graded. And I got the PSA 8 rookie for $50. So really excited to have that come in. Um, Anthony Davis, I had one of his gold nights last year. I bought it for around like four or 500. And I think I ended up selling it for like 1600. And I think that was still undervalued. I think the market is uneducated about these. We had a Giannis gold night in for an insane amount of money. And that kind of put some buzz on gold night, but because there's, they're so, they're so limited, the buzz kind of fell off and we didn't see too many more listed or, you know, we, we didn't really care about them because there's just not that many. Sometimes having such a, a, a low circulation can actually hurt a card. So I continue to educate you guys on those and, and try to find these undervalued plays. But yeah, I was really happy with that pickup. And I think Kyrie overall, you know, he might just be underrated in certain areas. His prism is going for a healthy, you know, $1,000. That might be, you know, properly priced. I'm not really sure. You know, we'll have to see how that plays out. But I think some of those paper cards are relatively cheap. I think his National Treasures is a steal. Um, that th those are going for like three or four thousand dollars. I'm not sure what the market is on them today, but I think those were a steal. I mean, a, a Trey Young National Treasures is like fifteen grand. So we even saw a BGS 10 Prism Silver sell for $10,000. I mean, I just think there's a, a lot of undervalued plays here with Kyrie. And if he keeps playing the way he is, then, you know, I, I, I don't think that's going to be something we see for long. I even went as far as picking up one of his cards on Starstock. I bought a BGS 9.5 NBA Hoops rookie for $70. So I think that was a pretty good pickup. Um, it was one of those plays that I felt like I couldn't lose on it. And I've talked to you guys about that. Those are some of the times the investments that I make. Like if I see a play that has like really good potential, but it has very minimal downside, I'm buying it every time. You know, I, I don't see how this car can dip under $70. So why not pick it up? And I think that's really just smart investing. 
And I think it's a good way to just kind of, you know, put some money on hold, you know? So with that being said, I'm looking at Kyrie cards. I wanted to talk more about them, about star stock and how we can get into some, but there's just not that many on here. You know, you're not going to find a lot of 2012, 13 raw cards. So all they have listed is his hoops. And we saw one of them actually sold today was a PSA 10. So yeah, not a lot of liquidity there for Kyrie. So we'll see if that will either boost the prices up or just keep people away from it. Either way, I'm happy with the buy. I think it's a great long-term hold and it might be the card to win me this competition. If Kyrie keeps playing the way he is, I might be able to win the competition with this card because who else is going to be able to get it? If this card can two or three X, that's going to be huge. So we'll see if how that plays out. Let me know what you guys think about these pickups. Let me know what you think about Kyrie. Can't wait to show you guys my gold night. And man, Kevin Durant, you know, he, he's on fire. Let's see if he can keep it up. If you guys haven't already, definitely head over to highupsideshow.com. Sign up for the newsletter so you can get these type of plays to your inbox every day. All you have to do is sign up and you'll get that content to your email. So very, very simple. But yeah, that's it for the day. A lot of good plays. Can't wait to keep talking basketball with you guys. I'll catch you tomorrow. Happy investing.